sports reporter there. Muriwai residents are airing their concerns to Auckland Minister Michael Wood tonight. The minister's travelled to the area hard hit in Cyclone Gabrielle, where many people are still not able to live in their homes. And our reporter Tom Taylor is there, joins us live. Tom, what have the residents been saying to the minister? Kia ora, Lisa. Yeah, the meeting's just wrapping up for tonight. Uh, there's a food truck behind me where uh, residents are grabbing a much-needed feed after the intensity at times that this meeting provided. Uh, so it wasn't just the uh, Minister for Auckland, Michael Wood, there tonight. There was also the Council, and so a lot of questions were directed at the Council. Minister Wood actually arrived uh, 45 minutes, much to the consternation of a lot of those gathered, uh, but quickly got into uh, a few more of the details. Uh, so what people had to raise here... Uh, they were, they were interested in the government's role in collaboration with the council here. So some of them are interested in the question of when the government might step in uh, if it becomes apparent that the council's just not up for the job, uh, the government stepping into corral, in effect, the council there. Uh, Minister Wood responded to that kind of a question, though, uh, hammering home his points that this process needs to be locally led uh, which became an important factor in the recovery from uh, the Christchurch earthquakes, uh, that process needing to have a local kind of uh, approach to it. Uh, we did learn tonight that uh, the council, Auckland Council, has been invited to negotiations tomorrow on uh, the buyout process. So they've been invited to the nego negotiating table uh, with Treasury from tomorrow. And that's a process that both council and uh, the minister said tonight that they really want that wrapped up in a matter of weeks. Um, but that's not preventing locals uh, like Caroline Bell Booth, who's just saying that she's not impressed with how the council's handled things to date and for her things can't go quickly enough. Look we understand that it's a challenging situation for sure and we've tried to be as patient as we can for as long as we can however it's very hard to deduce from the perspective of essentially the victims it's hard to deduce whether the council is being malicious in its negligence or whether it's just overwhelmed and, and unable to sort of function on a practical level. What does it mean for you? Like, how close are you to, you know, needing to get some assistance on your mortgage payments and that kind of thing? Well, our private resources will run out in August. At that point, the expectation will be to maintain our obligations to the bank whilst paying for temporary accommodation costs at market rate. And Tom, the cordon around Muriwai lifts tomorrow, is that right? That's right, yeah, and it's uh, a point that a lot of residents here were quite unhappy about. So there was actually a survey done at the start of last week. The cordon uh, was at one point going to be lifted on Friday uh, the 6th of June, I think that is. Uh, now it's being lifted tomorrow morning at 6am. So in the survey of more than 400 residents, 72% of them were not in favour of opening up the cordon uh, at this point in time. Some of the reasons are around just the safety aspect. There's one thin road going down into Muruwai at the moment and uh, residents are concerned about what happens uh, if people take that as at speed, as residents say they often do, uh, or just people kind of rubbernecking uh, looking at all the damage that has gone on here. Uh, they don't want people coming into the town and kind of setting up and uh, potentially looting houses. 
Uh, that's a, a really major concern for them with so many houses here still red-stickered. Uh, people don't have neighbours that can just check on their properties as would happen in a regular neighbourhood. Uh, so they are concerned about that potential for crime. There's also water issues down here. Um, the council's still providing water uh, through a number of tankers down here. So they're concerned about what are visitors going to be able to rely on, uh, concerned about the, the toilets down here and their water supply, and also actually the, the water in the sea, which they say is contaminated at the moment uh, from silt runoff from these major slips. So any visitors might really want to uh, check that water before they dive in if they're keen for a midwinter swim there. But, uh, yeah, some residents like Kirk McKelvey, they're just saying that tomorrow it's really not the time to be opening just yet. My kind of personal feelings are it's a mistake at the moment. Uh, I think there's a number of reasons why. Uh, firstly, I don't think the small Waitio Road is able to cope with the volume of traffic that will arrive after the cordon comes down. Uh, the road was never really designed for that sort of potential. I think also, too, uh, by opening the park uh, with, uh, for, the, for the general public, it is going to overwhelm the infrastructure, which is broken at the moment. We don't have an adequate water supply for the toilets. We, don't have, we have open sewerage in the park. We have polluted sea. Thank you for the update there, Tom. That is Tom Taylor, who's joined us live there from the Muruwai uh, residence meeting with the Auckland Minister, Michael Wood. It is 26 minutes away from six. Kia mo tunumai. You're listening to Checkpoint.